Welcome back to What Guys Talk About. I am Ben Kitchens, alongside with my co-host, J.C. Allen. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this week, we're going to keep it a little bit shorter and yeah. get a little get a short, little science-y again. Short and, short and sweet. We're going to try to throw some science in there, try to science um, drop dance, some good tidbits of knowledge. Um, no, but for recently for one of my courses at university... Um, we were asked to find an article that related to something that we've talked about in class. And I found a really interesting one. Um, it was a study done about maybe two and a half years ago, back in 2016, over in the UK. And the study focused on the coach-athlete relationships, um, but more specifically what happened with those relationships when the coach was, or when each coach was experiencing stress. Um, so they covered the study over a span of a couple months um, during the competitive seasons for each respective sport. And at the end, they held interviews with each coach asking, like, a pl- there was like 60 questions that they asked each coach. Each interview was like an hour long. <clears throat> they typed up the words verbatim, and it ended up being like 138 pages single typed. So there is... That's that's quite a quite a There's load. a lot of info. That is, yeah. <clears throat> so they had a lot of data to work with. Um, but I don't know. Like for me personally, I found this really intriguing because, as a lot of you guys know, I coach at Logan High School. I'm one of the track coaches there. Yeah, I, and I coach wrestling. So it's it's me personally. I find it interesting seeing the yeah. difference between coaching and being the athlete. You know. Yeah. And I I mean. Obviously, we all have bad days. We have days where we're stressed out. We have days when we're in really good moods. And we have days where it's just kind of, you know, like whatever, like a little middle ground. But I've noticed um, in the past, uh, one of my athletes, I have a pretty good uh, relationship with them. Like we, um, I've been coaching her for uh, coming up on four years now. So we know each other pretty well. And she's she's pretty good that she'll call me out if I'm being like, a complete butthole or if I'm like super salty she'll just be like why are you like this yeah and a lot of times I don't even realize that I'm being that way but I'm like that day is just like so stressful for whatever reasons that um it's like evident in the way that I'm coaching these kids and the, and, the, and those kids that I work with yeah notice it and I it is I have found it um it can be difficult to set aside those those things, that weight that you carry with you throughout the day as a coach, to be able to just set those aside and be able to focus on what you need to do, um, what you need to teach, what your kids need to learn. Um, whereas when you're the athlete, you can just kind of use that as fuel, you know, and kind yeah. of push yourself. But yeah, and if, if you're not level-headed as a coach, you're going to, you know, something's going to go wrong. For sure. And I think it's... Um, unique for both of us, whereas we've both been in the positions of being an athlete with coaches that have been stressed and being coaches that have stressful days and trying not to take it out on the kids or at least let it um, conflict with our coaching or teaching, whatever it is. And so um, that's such a big reason why I found this study to be really intriguing and really important um, for a lot of people on a lot of different spectrums. Um, so like I mentioned before, or I I can't remember if I mentioned or not, it was done in the UK and they used three different sports. So they had, um, cricket, 
which I know nothing about other than yeah, they try to hit a ball with a wooden I know paddle. very little about cricket. I don't even, I have no idea how the dynamics of the field work out. Um, then they have normal soccer, and then the last word that they used was rugby. Okay. So, kind of similar. They Well, they have similar aspects, but at the same time, the dynamic of each game is very different, and that means that the coaching style is very different. And yeah. so it was kind of a good platform for, for them to work off of. Um, because each coach experiences stress differently and each coach has to coach differently. And so it, it allowed um, kind of like that validity for the research to set in. Um, but as you might expect, at the end of the day when they got the results back after the few months of um, them being followed and watched and observed, um, they got the results back and lo and behold... When a coach was in a bad mood, when he was stressed out, um, he had a lot harder time of communicating the things that he wanted his athletes or his team to do. And it was something that the athletes noticed. There's a few times where they um, got quotes from the from said athletes where they said, well, we have coaches walking around the field. We know he's stressed. Yeah. And you can imagine how that would change up a practice for somebody like if I go into practice and I know that my coach is in a bad mood I'm not going to do anything that day that's going to take him off like yeah, I, I'm you're going to kind of take it make it an easy day yeah and so and, yeah even if he asks you to do something and you know that that's not going to be very effective or it's just a waste of time yeah you still do it because do it. you yeah. want to stay on the team you don't want to get kicked exactly. off exactly um but even like as a coach I can see like, I personally, I can see how those things can fog up the mind. Because, like, let's say I get super angry about something, right? Um, and I'm just, I just can't think clearly, you know, in that moment. So, as a coach, like, yes, I may be trying my best to, like, be able to coach and everything. But if that, if, if you can't put that thing in the back of your head and move on from it, then you're not going to be able to help anybody. Yeah. Because you can't even, like, figure your own thoughts out, let alone yeah. help somebody else. And it's something, like, in baseball, um, you – I really had to learn a lot was if somebody – if you make a mistake, you have to let it go and you have to move on. You have to be ready for that next play because if that last play that you just made a mistake on um, – is still in your head and you have another play come to you, it's going to screw up that play. And that's why you see, like, in the Major League Baseball and the MLB, you will see errors happen yep. after errors. Like, once er one error happens, if they don't cut it off there, it just keeps piling up. For sure. And I think why I think that's a really good reason of why this the psychology behind this is so important. Um, because not only is it applicable... In pretty much any sport, I mean, I mean, any sport they have a coach. This study is applicable to. So not only is it is it applicable to sports, but I strongly believe you can apply it really in almost any aspect in life. Um, you know, whether you're an athlete or you're a parent, um, coach or a daughter or son, like this is applicable, right? Yep. So like, if you're a parent, like a lot of people usually don't like view that as like you coming in and coaching your kids. But in a sense, you are. Like, if you're in a bad mood one day, the way that you parent your children a lot of times might be different than when they're doing really well and you're in a really good mood. Well, and there's there's a lot of 
personally as a as a coach i have seen a lot of parents that also try to coach their kids and a lot of times it doesn't work out the way they expect it to yeah you know and whether they're like like it's more of like they're trying to be the sideline coach the coach that isn't right there coaching like being an actual coach but they're still trying to coach their kid and they they let those little things get to them and then their athlete sees this you know sees their parents freaking out about something and sees how stressed they are Mm -hmm. so the kids gonna start to think oh no something's wrong you know i did something wrong and then that's gonna start to pile up yep um just a side note any big clinks or clanks or loud clashing noises you've heard up until now and after this point um there is a it's our great, behemoth of a dog it, next our, to us it's our great great uh great dane mascot mascot yeah the dane our big our big puppy mascot that likes to chew on loud things and make loud noises um sorry jumping back to what we're talking about oh man i lost my train of thought what was i gonna say shoot only happens live no so um do that one instead you're really loud so we'll take this one away i mean we've, we've talked about how pretty much anybody can experience stress whether it's through being a coach through being a parent being a boss at work um really multiple situations it's applicable to but i think it's also important to address that anyone and everyone at some point in their life will experience negative stress in a way that it's going to affect their decision making and it's going to affect the cognitive cognitive thinking that they have a lot of people might think my life's really good like things are floating really well or going really well i'm floating high right now it's going to be harder for them to realize that at some point in time you're going to have a bad day mm-hmm. and that's okay because it's normal like we have bad days because life is hard life isn't fair um but an important thing to i think um learn which is something that i drew from this this study is if you want to be successful with dealing or coping with that bad stress you need to learn how to overcome it mm-hmm. and every person overcomes stress differently for me if I'm feeling super stressed out, like going up into nature where I'm not around, like any people or technology helps me a lot. Shooting things and blowing things up with guns helps me a lot. Like I would agree that makes with me that. feel at home. Um, yeah, I'm, I this one I'm not necessarily condoning because it can lead to bad habits. But sometimes eating a pint of dang good ice cream hits the spot, and that's probably why. I still have a lot of fat on my body right now because of my poor eating habits. But my point is, is that we all have stress and we all have to be able to learn how to cope with that. It's true. And like, I've, I've noticed because I don't know why I've been, I've been pretty stressed out lately. Um, but for me, I've noticed that recently if I am super stressed or like busy and like me being busy and having a lot on my plate, brings me stress is planning out the day helps a ton. Oh, yeah. so that i know 
I have I have a purpose. I know where I'm going, what I'm gonna do with my day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something I literally I just barely started this week is doing yoga, and not I'm not doing yoga as in like a workout for yoga, but just more of like um, focusing on my balance and my breathing, yeah. and just taking that moment to kind of try and empty my thoughts, not even think about anything and just focus on breathing and kind of through yoga, doing a meditation sort of thing. Yeah. Just kind of helps that decompress, get it all out. You know? Yeah. So that's, that's a good example. There's all sorts of ways for us to, you know, decompress for us to relieve stress. But something that you mentioned, um, I think is really helpful. Whereas you mentioned that you, it helps you when you have a plan for the day. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to bring it back to coaching and have that coach-athlete relationship, I think if a coach has a plan for the day or for every day of the week, every day they have practice, he has a set plan, um, it's going to be a lot easier for him to stay efficient um, and keep good progress with their training practices and with their with their games because he has that plan. Mm-hmm. So regardless of if he's, if he's in a bad mood or if he's in a good mood, he knows you can know that as long as you stick to that plan – then you can still have an efficient practice, that's even actually, if you're stressed. That's a really good point. Because as a coach, um, I can't say every day I have planned out, which is something I think I need to change. It, and um, it helps tremendously when you do, and, and you like, notice you notice a difference in the true. days when you have something planned and when you have to come yeah, up with something that on is, the spot. That is that is so true. Because when you're coming up with something on the spot, it's just not as productive. Um, the the athletes don't get as much out of it as they should. Yeah. Um, but also I'm thinking now, like, instead of just planning the, the one, like plan a day ahead, maybe I'll plan it out so that I'm, you know, a week ahead or plan it out so that my whole season is set out so that I know exactly where I want to go. But mm-hmm. the hard part with planning that far ahead, like I can definitely do the the week as a wrestling coach. Um, but if I did like a month or something, I can't really pinpoint exactly what certain yeah. wrestlers. I mean, you can out. you can look at at the team as a whole, and you can kind of pinpoint, you know, things that you want to work on generally, and so you yeah. can make a general plan. And then as each week or each day approaches, you can sit down the week prior, or the day before, and plan it out a little bit more specifically, so that you have a game plan going into something, and you have something yeah. to follow and. And then if I have a bad day and I have a cloudy head, then I have something yeah. to fall back on. Like, And not only is it something that you can trust in, it also helps you stay accountable to your team. Because whether or not a coach realizes yeah. it, there's a lot of trust put into him. And a lot of people are in coaching positions that if they don't do well, they get fired, which yeah. in turn that adds to that stress. Very so true. if you have a good planning... Um, have it set up to where you're able to plan efficiently and you're able to plan ahead for yourself on knowing that some days are going to be crappy days something that you can fall back on and trust in that's going to help you and it's going to help your team and it'll strengthen that bond and it's going to strengthen that likelihood that when that following season comes back that the uh what's the word i'm looking for that the owner of the team or the uh the head whoever's in charge of you i can't i'm sorry i'm the totally director i'm totally spacing the words right now just 
the person where your job security lies in, if you have a good relationship with the team, the likelihood of you returning next year is going to be much higher. Well, not only that, I would think that the likelihood of returning athletes would be higher also because they would see that the dedication that you put into it and how much they learned and got out of it themselves. Yep. And through the planning, because you had it planned out, you will also be able to plan more time to have those fun activities and yep, for sure. make it more than just learning, like the technique or strength training. You know, For sure. Yeah. Well... She is going to yeah, she's <laughs> destroying that bone right now. Um, no, I think we've, like, this article is really simple in the information that it presented, but the reason I like it a lot is because it's really thought-provoking in the sense that it allows you to kind of continue to think about it and look at the things that they brought forth as fact. And mm-hmm. not, now it's not just popular opinion that it's fact because... Um, because it holds validity through their research and through their study. Um, And so that makes it a lot easier for me to want to kind of base my decisions off of that. But I guess just kind of recap, everybody has stress. Everybody has to learn how to deal with it. And if you don't learn how to deal with it, that can have a negative effect on the other people in your life, whether they're friends, siblings, or athletes. very true and just keeping it sport related as a coach super important that you manage your stress appropriately and that you don't let that affect the coach athlete bond that you have with the team yeah definitely i um i think me personally the biggest point that i want to hit home is find your own stress relievers figure out what works for you and then if you're coaching plan ahead do yep. it um yep thanks guys I think yeah I think that's it for this week's episode it's a um, little, little different than usual but. yeah a little bit shorter than previous ones but I don't know I'm sure you guys like to listen to something else other than some random ramblings uh, um different TV shows and but stuff <laughs> leave those thoughts with you guys and throw in a motto I like to live by or just live your life so just be yourself and be an individual don't be afraid to stand out in the crowd and hopefully you guys can take the thoughts that we give you tonight and you that use them to help kind of utilize and manage that stress that you feel in your lives yeah you do you you do you rock on guys all right we'll catch you guys next week peace out